0: i Okay, everybody, welcome to the latest episode of All Too Real 2. My name is Michael E. the second, and with me, as always, is... Sesame's uh, Greetings.
1: Oh, okay. My new name, Sesame's Greetings. Not as good as Sesame and Carter, but, um, I, you know, I had to change it again, so... Okay. But for now, it's Sesame's Greetings. It's kind of hard to say, but, um... Yeah. Did you legally change it? No, not this time. I mean, it's just like for today, uh, and then I'm, then I'm gonna go back to Sesame and Carter. Probably, actually, even after we get done. Actually, technically, so um, so really, it's only Sesame greeting for like two hours, basically. Um, so
0: yeah, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. So um, yeah, tis the season to uh, go elving. <laughs> and um eat, eat your pet chicken and or not eat it um cook your pet chicken yeah interesting film yeah yeah today we are covering the 2016 film the christmas project um directed by michael buster written by um, Sally Meyer based on the novels Chicken in the Headlights and Bullies in the Headlights (laughs) by Matthew Buckley which is also the name of the main character played by Jacob Buster who I'm assuming is probably the son of the director Oh
1: I mean, yeah, we could assume, I I would say so. I don't Uh, know
0: for sure, because I can't find that info anywhere. But they have the same last name, so I'm assuming they're related in some way. It's not really a common name, and it would be weird if how,
1: you know, the two busters showed up in the same
0: movie. I don't know. Uh, But whatever, you know. These are uh, both people, and a lot of people in this cast, were involved with the remake of the... Of well, there, there's a there's a uh, filmed like kind of like stage production from the '80s of this uh, musical called Saturday's Warrior, which an ex of mine who was more grew up Mormon, um, absolutely loved. Not necessarily because it was good, <laughs> but <laughs> because it was cheesy as hell. And uh, they did a remake of it a few years back and a lot of the same people involved in this film were also involved in that. Okay. Which leads me to the conclusion that this is a Mormon-based film.
1: Is it? Because I know I said Covenant films or something. I didn't yeah. really look at it, but it sounded like some kind of... Yeah. Rel- I'm kind of surprised, because the film didn't really
0: It's not overtly. Like,
1: yeah. yeah, it didn't really feel very religious to me, but, um, you know...
0: I'm just assuming
1: the people involved in it
0: with it probably like mormon doesn't necessarily like much like saturday's warrior it's not like something that was like sanctioned by the lds church or something you know yeah yeah it wasn't like actually like made by them or whatever uh um, yeah yeah i get that it was just made by people that belong to the religion it's a weird movie though uh it was yeah it's yeah, um, We'll talk about it. <laughs> what's, what's your initial reaction here
1: if i i give it like i don't know maybe uh five out of ten maybe i don't know uh it wasn't bad it just wasn't it' kind of boring it was kind of too long really to kind of stretch it out you know they could have made it i don't know maybe an hour and 15 minutes instead of an hour and a half um you or, know or an hour
0: know. or make it a half hour sitcom or it could have no, been no, there. No. I mean it could have
1: been a short film like a fifty minute, yeah, forty-five minute, you know, something like that. Yeah. It was, you know, they 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 made it the length of like a regular movie, but it, it really didn't need yeah. to be that long. It was just kind of I don't know. It, it was it, it had potential. It just kind of it didn't have,
0: you know, the it factor for me. It was just something that yeah, I means missing. It, for me, mm-hmm. it, I mean, I would give it probably like maybe a five out of ten as well. Um mm-hmm. But it, it's it's kind of like it. It's like it wants to be a Christmas story, but it's not. And yeah, I, it, and I don't even really like that film. So
1: <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, me either. It's 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 I don't know whatever. <laughs> but I would, but I would watch that or even a Christmas Story too. Oh God. Again, before I'd watch this again.
1: That one actually wasn't too, and then New Christmas Story is not too bad yeah, either. A
0: Christmas Story, Christmas is actually pretty decent. Yeah. Um. That just came out this year. Mm-hmm. Um. So, anyways, this is like supposedly based, like, and, and it's kind of similar to the idea of a Christmas story where you have narration. In this case, I think way too much narration from time <laughs> to time. Yeah, it's a lot. Yeah. <clears throat> Like, they're narrating things they don't need to narrate. Like, we see it on the screen. You don't really have to tell us what's going on.
1: Um, but <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those things where it's like, I mean, you have to explain what's going on, like, or your emotion. Like,
0: mm-hmm. like sad. It's like, do you have to say the word sad? Like, you couldn't just, you know. Oh, I do that all the time. Anytime I'm walking up to somebody, I'll be like, Hi, my name's Mike. Happy. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> no,
1: what? See, that's, that's how you express emotions. You just say yeah. the
0: word. And then, and then you just, you know, walk hmm. away or whatever. I walk, <laughs> in, walk into an amusement park. And I'm like, I'm Mike Excited.
1: Wait, <laughs> wait <laughs> so you're saying your name is Mike Excited? <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah, it's my last name, Mike Excited. Yeah. Walk, in, walk into a, you know, um, new job or something. I'm like, I'm Mike Nervous. Mike (laughs) Mike Nervous. (laughs) Yes. I also have a narration going on all the time, too. Yeah. Uh I carry a recorder with me, and it just plays. It just, like, records your thoughts, yeah. Yeah, and then I play them back later. (laughs) Sometimes it doesn't make sense. I'm in the middle of grocery shopping, and all of a sudden it's like, I'm really nervous to talk to this girl. Like, what? Yeah, well, you know... (laughs) Wow. Okay, so I'm avoiding talking about the movie. Anyway, so the uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, it's just
0: painful. Yeah, there's not a lot we can really say about this movie, in, in in certain ways. Anyway, so so the basic premise of this movie, which is supposedly based on true story of Matthew Buckley growing up in the '80s, even though the movie aesthetic is like really hit or miss when it comes to representing the eighties.
1: Oh yeah. I, they mentioned it at one point about the new Coke, but other than that, so I'm like, I don't really, And see it's much. like their,
0: their, their clothing is attempting to look eighties sometimes. Sort of. Yeah. And like the hairstyle of some of the girls and stuff. Mainly the girls only though. <laughs> yeah. It's like, but like your main cast of the Buckley boys here don't really look like they're from the eighties. Yeah. Like their clothing and everything. The mom, um, sort of. I mean, I know it's um, it's a low budget, and the further you go back in time, the harder it is to replicate it. Um, right. Even, you know, it, you wouldn't think it. I mean, e- even if we were to make a movie right now that took place 20 years ago, it'd still be kind of hard to capture everything, but think about something that happened, you know, 30 years ago or 40 yeah, years ago exactly. or whatever. Yeah. Know? So, yeah, it's like <laughs> a little hard. And moving. you got
1: budget. The- the right clothes, or at least design new clothes that look like, you know, the old stuff or whatever. And all that stuff, you know. <laughs> Scenery, and, you know, make sure that you don't get brand new cars driving by. Yeah, the whole whole, whole like... Which they Whitney did at times, stuff.
0: they did have some uh, like... Uh, there was like a, a mail truck in the background of one scene, or a UPS truck or something I saw at one point that looked... Modern. Oh, really? Yeah, and there's like modern... Um, Products here and there that they're using them, like you know, like groceries and whatnot. So I'm just like, okay, yeah, but you know, it is what it is, yeah, it happens, yeah. Um, the uh, the budget of the film. I did have it earlier, but I'll look it up and oh, um, I'll find out what the budget was later. But anyways, so basically what we got going on here in the in the in the film is uh, it's being narrated by Matthew Buckley as an adult. Um, he much like Ralphie Parker in uh, Christmas Story <laughs> telling the story of when he was a kid around Christmas time. it's and sometimes he has fantasies, uh-huh. just like Ralphie Parker. Yep, yep. <laughs> okay. The thing we got added here is that we've got a whole big bunch of Buckley boys. Um, <laughs> we've got four right. of them total. Um, they're doing all their normal, you know, boys will be boys crap, and then um, I'm gonna tr- try to kind of skip like the nonsense of this movie, you know. So
1: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Um basically they things start um moving when we get to the point of uh there's a girl neighbor that moves in named Juniper. Who two of the boys yeah. kinda seem to have a crush for.
1: Yeah, yeah, both Matthew
0: and Simon, his older brother. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're all they're all named after biblical characters. Oh, I, I noticed. That. There's Matthew and there's Simon and there's Peter. Oh, and um, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't notice that. Um, yeah, I noticed that as it went on. I was like, wait a second. Yeah, what was the other one? There's Matthew, Simon, Peter, and oh, uh,
1: I don't remember all John. Was it John? I
0: got. Let me let me pull up the cast here. We got uh, okay. Yeah, John. Okay. Yeah, we got we got John, Simon, Matthew, Peter, and then the parents are Ralph. And Pam,
1: well, those aren't biblical names. No.
0: <laughs> oh, you don't remember the Book of Ralph?
1: No, I don't. It's, it's one of those apocrypha books. You know, yes, the, the ones that you could sort of read, but aren't really officially part of the Bible. <laughs> Only Mormons
0: read it. It's it's one of the, yeah. It's one of Joseph Smith's uh, chapters. That, uh, <laughs> the, the Book of, the Ralph. Book of wow. Ralph. Sorry. <laughs> No, wow. it does not exist. No, it doesn't. Neither nope. does the book of Pam.
1: No, that's, that's, uh, well, it does, but that, that was, he actually invented the Pam spray. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Got... It's just, it's just a yeah, yeah. book that gives you <laughs>
0: recipes on how to cook with the, Pam. that's
1: all it is. Yeah, it's just a book of recipes. <laughs> I'm not, sorry, I don't mean to be no offensive to Mormons here. <laughs>
0: no, we're not making fun of Mormons. We're just making fun of the fact that. Their names are Ralph and Pam.
1: Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I, was, I think the teacher wasn't her name Mary or something.
0: And then uh... um, there was a uh, Mary was um, is the baby. Oh, at the end, yeah, the girl. Oh, okay, baby, Mary Buckley. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. So, anyways, we got this girl Juniper. Um, she is uh. The neighbor <laughs> who they have a crush on.
1: She a has new a, neighbor.
0: Yeah, she has a brother.
1: Um, his name. Oh, I forgot his name. Shoot, yeah, was I'm it
0: blanking it? on it. I'm trying it's to look. The Bob. It was it Bob? Was it? Um, oh. um, let me. Paul. See. Let me look up the cast here.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. <gasps> yeah. All have... these characters' names. Was it Bob?
0: No, oh. I don't think so. Let me look here.
1: No problem. Did you, Alan, did you, did you, did you, Alan. Okay, gotcha. Yeah.
0: So we got Juniper, Alan, and then Monica is the older sister.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was. God, I couldn't remember any of these people. They did not except...
0: look that much older to me.
1: Yeah, I mean, they probably again. There's probably a casting issue, and uh, we yeah. just you know found someone who was best for that. You know, particular role or whatever. Um, yeah, there's really not much to say about this movie, is there? I mean, there's really not a whole lot.
0: Yeah, so going basically, on. That, like... that happens, and then at the school, <laughs> we've got a character of the family Hagbart. We've um, got Finn, Phoebe, Faye, and then they have a little sister named Francie. All F names. Yeah, weird. Mm-hmm. They, uh... Oh, yeah, by the way, um... The narrator of this film was Michael Buster, the director. Oh, okay. He played the adult Matthew. Okay. Why they didn't have the real Matthew just do it, I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's... Because well, maybe he's he still alive.
0: This. Maybe he just doesn't like to narrate, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's possible. Uh, um... Or this was some yeah. kind of nepotism thing. Um, <laughs> yeah. <maybe>. No. <laughs> no. Um, yeah, we got a. Uh, we got so basically the the Hagbarts are kind of bullies. Yeah. They except for the people. little sister. Yeah, we don't really see her at the school. So, um, <laughs> but the the two girls and Finn especially are bullies to... The Buckleys, who they call the Duckleys. <laughs>
1: oh man, that's a real insult there.
0: Yep. I remember in grade school, something like that would be actually <laughs> so. Like, yeah, I called you Duckley, man. What are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh,
1: nothing. Nothing. Just because. You
0: know I mean, now, now something like that wouldn't bother people. But you remember when, when you we were a kid, if somebody called you a a weird name, you'd be like, oh. I'm going to go cry in my pillow now.
1: Yeah. the Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're, 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 you know, bullies. And then it turns out it's because they're poor. And therefore, you know, all directions are excusable according to the movie. Yeah. Anyway, uh,
0: which is ridiculous. Yeah. Which, which brings into, I, 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 in the future, I don't, not necessarily this year, but there is a <laughs> sequel to this movie, which I got to find. Oh God. <laughs> I did find it online actually. Um, Called oh. uh, A Christmas Project Reunion.
1: <sighs>
0: or The Christmas Project Reunion. Oh, I and,
1: saw that. I thought that was just them, like... No, it's doing, an like, actual an movie. It's a Okay. <laughs> um, I thought it was just, like, an interview or something.
0: No, wow. that's what I thought at first, but... <laughs> that well, would have
1: been better, actually. That just came out in 2020,
0: like, four years later.
1: Okay. Uh, all right. And, uh... And, um... Because technically they get married by the end. I mean, I'm kind of skipping around here, but. Uh,
0: yeah, Juniper, but 15, that's like
1: 15 years later. Yeah, I think that's 15 years later, yeah. So uh, I don't yeah. know if the movie takes place in the future or if it's
0: just, you know. Uh,
1: yeah, no, this is
0: this is four years later in the timeline, too. Oh,
1: okay, um, gotcha.
0: Yeah, it, the, the. I know we're skipping ahead here, but the basic premise of that one is an awkward high school boy is forced to break out of his shell. When his elementary school nemesis moves back into town and tries to steal his girlfriend. Uh, okay. So who the the Hagbarts move back into town and Finn tries to steal Juniper? Wait, but they they, they weren't a nemesis by the
1: end of the movie. Anyway, exactly. Right. Uh, That's why okay. I'm like,
0: but, what the fuck? <laughs> maybe it's a new
1: character. Maybe it's someone else. No, it's different. him. <laughs> What makes no sense? Or maybe it's the people at the end who moved in because they became bullies. No, well. no, no, no. I looked it up.
0: <laughs> well, why would they do that? That's stupid. It's okay, whatever, fine. It, it, uh, it, 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 it disregards the thing. And then they, it looks like they got a little bit of a uh, I don't know bigger budget for the second one. It still looks okay. the same, but you have Daniel Baldwin, as in uh, Alec Baldwin's brother, Hey. Okay. Corbin Burnson, you know who who was on Psych and L.A. Law and stuff like that and uh Brian Bosworth the uh former uh football player and actor and stuff oh, okay are all in the movie and i'm like they actually have like quote unquote name actors in it
1: yeah okay i mean whatever uh ugh. so you just got to ignore the canon of this great you know franchise you know the christmas project franchise you know
0: it's funny according to imdb i mean i'm sure his name's on there somewhere but like I don't know if it's based on any of the books that the first one so was like based on. Like story. Matthew, Matthew uh, Buckley's like uh, name isn't even attached to the film anywhere.
1: Oh, so I wonder if there is like some fallout where, yeah, like I mean, we got ri- it's written scab- by the
0: same woman who wrote the first movie. Oh, okay, but uh, uh, but his name isn't attached, so it's I'm building
1: a whole theory about that. Yeah, cash grab, but 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 I know. do.
0: I mean, it, it, it's it's sad. I really want to see this oh. movie though. Even though I, I do what's that? I don't. <laughs> I <know>. well, <laughs> my thing is, is I really do, just because I'm curious of how bad it is. Um, so the... <laughs> yeah, I forgot
1: disregard the canon of this great franchise. You know, I mean, we set everything up in the first movie, like Star Wars. You can't just you know go back on it. You know, I mean, it's not like it's you know, you know uh, how you know the, the last Jedi was actually really good. Then they reverted back to the you know the you know the Let's give the kids what they want, kind of thing. Without the kids, let's so let's give are, the. Are, are, are we comparing the Christmas project yes. to the
0: Last Jedi?
1: <laughs> yes, yes, we are because they set everything up and then they just go against the. Yeah, <laughs> Judiper is like a standard for Ray, and and you know, and you know, I don't I don't know who Luke would be or you know Kylo Ren. Maybe maybe um Lynn would be Kylo, mm-hmm.
0: you know, because he's like at their dog farting. Um, is, yeah, it's Chewbacca. Yeah, there we go. Um, <laughs> it's kind of racist against wookies, but like you know, oh, I'm sorry. I... <laughs> like I don't like... want to offend any of our wookiee listeners. Yeah, you know, God, we're like really avoiding talking about this movie. <laughs> yeah, but that's another another thing. Their dog is named Farting. Yeah, they named him because
1: like, so now it sounds like you know, stop farting. You know, like yeah. get it. Because they were like you know little kids and they thought it was like and that know, was supposed dude. to be funny, right? <laughs> it was supposed to be. I don't know why, but uh, just check. So I had a slightly different take on the movie. Uh, the plot, um, you yeah. Know, let me just run by you really quick. Okay. Uh, let's, see what, let's see what your thoughts are about. Mm-hmm. But um, so I I I I tagged it as a um, a movie about an emotionally abusive mom who um, despises the gender of her uh, male prodigy progeny and desperately wants a a female child and thinks that um wearing pink and drinking everything pink will somehow facilitate that and then you have a um you mean that's not
0: scientifically proven
1: no and you have a weak willed a husband and but also a an enabling husband who just you know allows her to be mean to the kids except for simon who she for some reason thinks is better than all of them so she treats him with favoritism and then um And then, so, you know, the dad, you know, enables her, you know, behavior, but then he, you know, typical as, like, you know, relationship, then he goes and then apologizes to, you know, his children for enabling, you know, their mother to be mean to them. And therefore, he thinks that he could sort of absolve himself from sin by doing so. So, you know, we got that dynamic going on. And then, anyway, so, and then, you know, to further punish, you know, her male children that she hates so much is that she makes them, quote, go elving which is you know where you give gifts or cookies or whatever to a like basically a poor family and it happens to be the the bully so you know insult the injury literally cuz you know he gets beat up quite a bit in this movie by this bully yeah. um he has to give him cookies as a reward for you know abusing him so you know so we have that, that's the that's the you know maternal main character there um i don't know what your thoughts are on my <laughs>
0: on my perspective but <laughs> My, my perspective is that this movie uh, teaches the lesson that, you know, bullies are okay. Yeah. And, as long um, as they're
1: poor. As long as they're poor. As long as okay. they're poor. And
0: yeah. um,
1: also teaches the lessons that if you are poor, then you are likely to be a bully. So, yeah. So we got two great messages right there.
0: <laughs> yes. This, yeah. the, this, this gives great lessons.
1: Because all the good kids
0: just happen to be with families that have lots of money. Yeah. just just so happens you know but that's 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 accidental that's the other thing in the uh in the sequel from what i've read the, oh, Hag- yeah. the hagbarts become rich oh
1: interesting okay yeah so what pop pa- papa hadrick's somehow struck it rich
0: struck struck it rich he invented a uh i, I watched the trailer and okay. he-, <laughs> <laughs> he 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 invents some kind of computer software for for catalogs for Christmas time. They
1: never said what his dad did for work, so I guess they could just say that, you know?
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, they looked like they literally lived in like a dilapidated
0: house, but I wouldn't But, but his dad's a computer software programmer. Oh Yeah,
1: I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> get the vibe, but we never know. I mean, so, you know, maybe maybe he was working on a big project the whole mm-hmm. time. Maybe that's why it's called a Christmas project, because I was trying to figure out, how is this a project? It's the, 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 the original
0: title of the movie was The Elving Project. Okay. So I think the whole point of it is this Elving thing. It's I mean, the, it is, did seem like the, the main project. thing. Yeah. yeah. So, so basically, you know, every, every night, like the week of Christmas or something, they go and uh, give these poor people stuff. And then <laughs> watch them like stalkers from the bushes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> As they get all excited about a gingerbread house. Um, that they have to eat for dinner because they don't have any real yes. food.
1: It's like terrible. That's totally healthy, too. Yeah, uh, well, it's better than
0: nothing. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, save yeah, me. It's like, like, like Finn at one point, it's like, save me some. <laughs> I know. It's like, God, like, like they didn't have school lunch programs back then. It was the 80s. I don't know, but. I don't know. Uh, probably not. Um, I don't know. This was Reagan era. Um, but, uh, the, uh...
1: What's so weird about that, though, okay, is, like, so, I understand the whole, like, bullied kid, you know, you know, like, you know, he gets bullied at home, so then he becomes a bully at school to get out his frustration, but, like, it's, like, when he's at home, it's, like, a completely different personality, so it's, like, it's not even, like, really, like, the stereotypical bully where, like, there's problems at home. Like, the, quote, problem at home it's just that they're poor. Like that's it. It's not it's, like dad's not like abusive. You know, like
0: it's it's what I like to call that I I learned in my screenwriting classes and um, through lots of you know diligent research over the years. It's something that I like to call bad writing. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah.
1: Um, He's not it's... mean to his sisters at all. He's super sweet to them. Not only that, his sisters look like they're like around his age or even older. At one point, they're like he's going to get detention. They're like, he can't stay at the school. He's got to take care of Francine. It's like, you look like you're older than he is. Why can't you take well, care of Francine? The thing is, Francine? they're all in the same
0: class, too.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it's like, were they
0: triplets? Maybe. They didn't explain that. Uh, yeah, because they look like they're roughly the same age. But and why why is he the only one that can take care of her, if they're the same age?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 very weird. I know that sometimes girls tend to mature a little bit faster, you know, physically than boys, but like, they really did not look that much older than him. So, like, that's my that's my meta theory. Yeah. now.
0: they they have that to be. I, I mean, they're probably triplets. They have to. be. That's
1: it. Yeah, yeah. and that's yeah. I'm I'm calling it. That's mm-hmm. what it is. So, um, but for some reason, it's on him again. Maybe your theory is correct. That's a Mormon made film, or at least Mormons made it because very strict on gender roles. You know, yeah. he's he's the boy, so he has to take care of their younger sibling, apparently by himself. And I don't know what the two of
0: them just. Yeah, but you think that you house. think with the the gender role thing though that they would make it that the girl had to.
1: Well, yeah, but since he's like a protector role, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, you're right though. <laughs> it could have maybe that was the one ger- gender stereotype they didn't want to go for for some reason, mm-hmm. just to make him have more responsibility on his hands.
0: <laughs> so throughout <laughs> the movie, we have this this kind of running gag that Alan, their <clears throat> Alan Goodman, the. Uh... His name is Goodman. Um. Anyway, oh, so, get
1: it, Goodman? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh. He uh. He keeps saying that he's like the ping pong champion, and he's you know he's the ping king. Oh my and, God. Um, He talks about how he went to the White House and how he is an Eagle Scout. You know, in middle school, somehow.
1: Which you don't get until you're like, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean I had a friend who was Eagle Scout. He didn't get it until he was like eighteen, you know, yeah, whatever. Exactly, and then, uh, most people are <laughs> like
0: that age when that happens. Yeah. So, yeah, so so he just you know made up all these things to try to make So he's a
1: compulsive political. liar, so we got a compulsive liar character in yeah. the movie. Uh he's also a thief. He's a thief, yeah, yeah. Uh, as well. So it's interesting. Um
0: But he's somehow a better person than the bully. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, he is. Um, and you got Juniper, who, yeah, like you said, Simon and, and Matthew both have a crush on. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, her sister, uh, was her Monica? Yeah, Monica. Yeah, so uh, Matthew kind of sort of pretends to be Alan's friend at first, just so he can be in a house with Juniper, which is, how is that going to work out? But Whatever. And then, uh, yeah, but he actually becomes his friend for real anyway. And then, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know yeah he sucks at ping pong matthew beats him like 21 to 1 and then they just call it a game at that point because it's like there's no way you're coming back from that and then um and my name is weird scene where monica's supposed to be like i guess gothic i don't know what they were going for like like she gives them milk but like there's like skulls on the no, yeah, which which are completely not, modern not
0: glasses not. that would not have been made in the eight in the eighties. Yeah,
1: and like she says, she doesn't believe in sugar, which I don't know what that means. You don't believe in like sugar exists, so like, say you don't believe in something that exists doesn't really make any sense. Like if you could it, say it, it I does. don't like sugar, I don't think it's good for you, but to say you don't believe in sugar doesn't make any sense. Whatever.
0: What, what about high fructose corn syrup?
1: Well, that exists too. Uh,
0: I was just checking because I'm drinking. Um, a Pepsi at the moment. Okay, just well, that, that exists. That, that it actually yes. exists. Okay.
1: Yeah, that's, so, you know, that's bad writing. She could have wrote that, you know, I think sugar's bad for you. Not, I don't believe in sugar. Whatever, I, I'm nitpicking. But, that, that's, but just, uh, that's just
0: something people will say. That's like, oh, I... It is, I, I it is. I'm,
1: I'm, just, I'm just nitpicking
0: on yeah. purpose because I'm really pissed off at this movie. But anyway, I so... Believe, uh, I don't believe in marriage. That doesn't mean you don't believe marriage exists. That just... Exactly, yeah.
1: <laughs> so she gets, like, these really nasty cookies that yeah. she made... Simon yeah Simon comes over mm-hmm. when he finds out that Matthew's playing table tennis with you know Alan who's a compulsive liar and his lies you know become revealed every second of the day as he gets caught in one after the other after the other after the other and never thinks to realize hey I'm not a good liar because I can't keep up anyway so um so Simon's up there trying to to woo uh juniper <laughs> Cause he, cause he's finally hitting puberty, even though he's the oldest, he somehow got puberty the last, I'm not sure why, but anyway, and, uh, which is kind of weird. Cause like, he's gotta be at least a year older at the very least. I
0: mean, oh, maybe. uh, or nine months or something
1: Well, whatever, but still, I mean, that'd be
0: could be one of those Get like right. Irish because twins sort of thing. I know. I hate that's such a racist term. <laughs> I, know. I hear it all the time though. But it's like wow. But anyway, uh, I feel okay this... saying it because I'm Irish. But still, <laughs> yeah, Well, you could you could say it, yeah. But I'm uh, joking. but it's, it doesn't. It's one of mean those, it's right?
1: <laughs> you could say it because you're part Irish. Yeah. But yeah. like, but it's like it's not as bad though as Christmas Story too. When Ralphie literally said, "There's there's more rattles in this in this house than an Irish uh what was it orphanage or something like yeah. that or.
0: Girl, like wow, <laughs> like like damn. I didn't even remember that, but yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that bad. was that was wild. And uh yeah, um so you know, she gets them these nasty ass cookies that are like hard as rocks, basically, and <laughs> Juniper tells them to like basically just like chug milk after eating. Well, oh, I forgot to mention that. So he's lactose intolerant, and they made a big thing about that where he's the only one that gets to drink orange juice in the family for some yeah. reason. Okay. Whatever, and then uh, I guess because of the sugar issue, or whatever, so yeah, he, he wasn't was really paying attention, whole, like
0: you know, almond milk craze and everything, you know. So yeah.
1: it was the 80s, yeah, and uh, so you know, he he's not really paying attention, so he drinks the milk, and you know, he starts eventually, you know, the milk starts hitting him, you know, and then he's like, oh. You know he's trying to like you know impress juniper and stuff and he's like sweating crap and i'm like jesus christ and then, yeah. uh so he has to go throw up or take a shit or whatever and then um and then yeah then that happens that was that was the whole scene that was it there's really nothing and that much was supposed to, to be one. funny somehow it was supposed to be it was supposed to be a gag a literal gag i guess yeah but uh and uh they go home and uh gets bullied some more by Flynn, you know, because every single day it's a new thing with him. And then you know, Mama's makes them go give him cookies afterwards. Like, oh, you make sure you be nice to your bully. I mean, they, she doesn't really know. Well, she doesn't know because them. they're
0: hiding the fact that they're bullied. They from got this no snitch policy, which, which makes make no a lot sense. Of sense. Makes yeah, no sense. It was like. Okay, like I don't really understand your family dynamic here, but whatever. And then, uh, yeah, like where, where well, did I this policy to... come from? Did, did they did the four boys decide on this one day, or did their I guess parents so. tell them the that they don't other? snitch, or what you know?
1: It's one thing to not snitch on each other, like, because yeah. brothers, but like a bully, like, why would you keep that policy for that person, whatever? And
0: then, uh, maybe it was like it which a whole really worries me because if one of those kids gets molested. Yeah, well, um, well, that got really dark. I know, uh, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, uh, I can't say anything because I'm not allowed to snitch. <laughs>
1: I, well, that I mean, that's I mean, hey, um, that is kind of a culture. If you kind of you know, if you if you establish well, that, yeah. you know, as a thing, yeah, that can kind of you know go into darker territories, which yeah. you brought up. <laughs>
0: but uh it's like it's like, it's like oh so, this, this kid at school c- killed somebody i can't tell anybody though I'm can't not Just, yeah, we
1: don't we don't snitch in this family <laughs> so we got literal bodies buried in the backyard <laughs> so there's this whole other thing i forgot to mention is hmm. that like the day out of them built like this pirate ship treehouse thing yeah that's like a big part of the movie for some reason again that doesn't really make any sense yeah, why like, but
0: and it's huge
1: it's just so, yeah,
0: exactly. How would they even build this? Whatever, man. and it's supposedly hidden somewhere that nobody can find. It's but but yeah, somehow like some... somehow the 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 Hag-Barts found it because Matthew took Juniper to it. I don't get how they that know? like 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 when she was there. Is there some kind of like bat single a signal that kind of like goes up in the air to tell you where it is? Like, how did does, does it have G does Juniper have GPS or is it Juniper she... PS? Um, It's like what she she might, because, you know, her parents are always away for work. Maybe they're doing
1: like really important tech work, you know, in the 80s, you know, to get GPS,
0: you know, up and running, you know, so. And and we know from the sequel that the the Hagbart's dad is like a computer genius. So maybe they
1: were maybe they moved in town because they were (laughs) colleagues of Mr. Haggard. And they were like, we're going to build something really great together. So we got to need to like be in close proximity to each other so we could bounce off ideas. And this is during the height,
0: Zoom. height of the Cold War, so maybe they're Russian spies.
1: That could be it too, actually. Mm-hmm. I never thought about that. Uh, so <laughs> they have this weird rule where girls can't be in the pirate ship because it's a boys' club. And then somehow yeah. the one time he brings Juniper <laughs> there, that's when the Haggards somehow know about this rule, which I don't know why they would. And it like mentions something about like being like a traitor. Well, why would they know about this rule? They were never invited to the, the ship. So were they planting bugs inside the house to like listening on their conversations? It's getting really wild here, you know? And uh but, but
0: they but but they still couldn't figure out who was leaving them these elven gifts. No, well that that mm-hmm. was the
1: one blind yeah, blind spot. But uh yes. it, who knows? And then like like you mentioned too, this whole scene where they bought chickens as a punishment for some reason. Oh, because I forgot the very first scene where they're painting their sleds. Yeah, That's how this whole thing starts. So the mom's going to the store or something. And they're like, don't get paint on your new pants. And then the little brother just drops the paintbrush and the paint and then some of it splatters on the Matthew's pants. They're like, oh, shit, we got to go in the house now and clean it off. But then Simon locked him in because he's an asshole. And locked him out, rather. And then... He's eating pizza, and he won't share the pizza with you know his, his own brothers, including his, his youngest brother who's like eight. And then, um, mm-hmm. but then he becomes a traitor, and then he for a slice of pizza he betrays betrays Matthew. So he's like a Judas of the family, basically. Yes. You know, instead of, instead of sixteen pieces of silver, with just one piece of pizza, you know. And, yeah, uh, I mean, or, it's, sixteen it's, pieces of pepperoni, maybe I don't know. It, it's, and then,
0: it's pizza, man. I mean, come on.
1: yeah, I mean it's pizza. Yeah, so. <laughs> So um, and then Flynn steals their sled at one point, I guess. Yeah, paints it blue for some reason. Yeah, I don't know. And then uh, I'm really jumping around here. Yeah, there's just so much stupid shit going on. It's it's not even there's
0: no there's no good through line in this movie. There is a kind of underlying and there's like random scenes, sort of. I guess that's kind of what I didn't like about uh a Christmas story as well, because it's very similar.
1: Yeah, it's just, like, random scenes that are supposed to be, like, somehow about the... Because ho- at one point, they go to, like, a school event, yeah. and they're bobbing for apples, but they're not supposed to eat any candy. And so that happens for no apparent reason. And then they make the little brother do it, and he falls in, and sort of drying them off with toilet paper.
0: Yeah, they're and they're supposed to, to be boil- eating, eating candy, but then there's a scene where Monica, they're... Neighbor who I'm assuming is a sixteen or something because she can drive.
1: Wait, because she can drive, yeah. yeah and uh... she
0: um she takes them out Elvin one night because the mom can't because she's pregnant and whatnot. And oh um, yeah, so she just like hands them a bunch of modern day Nestle Crunch bars in 1986. Yeah, what the hell is that all about? And then yeah, the the, the wrappers <laughs> the wrappers on the candy bars that just really bothered me.
1: Well, I mean that's that's a hard thing to
0: replicate. <clears throat> I mean. Um, not really, because all you gotta I do guess... is because they didn't even show the the, the the front of the bars you could oh, just okay. show the back and the, the main thing that sets 1986 bars from modern bars apart mm. 1986 bars were wrapped in foil right, so what you do is you go to the Walmart, buy some foil take the bar out wrap it, and then just cut the ends of the of the wrapper and put it over it,
1: right? Why did they stop doing that?
0: Because of like health reasons or something, or probably money. Okay, I didn't know if it was because Tint Whale was like bad for you, or I don't it know. Was... It could have been that too because it was a lot easier to. It would probably be a lot easier to get inside the bars, but I don't
1: know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. probably. Well, no. So that's the other thing too. Your theory about the Russian spies, though, for some reason they have a black van, a huge van, and they only have like a family of four people ostensibly. So why would they have this? big-ass black man that just looked very suspicious. Like, maybe that's, maybe that's where they kidnapped, like, U.S. politicians or something, or maybe they, you know...
0: Yes. Or, or Russian,
1: um, you know, uh, expatriates, you know, to send them back to the motherland, you know? That's were, my theory. They, because... they were
0: moving to Utah to try to, um, you know, somehow <clears throat> capture President <throat> Reagan.
1: So my theory is that, actually, because <laughs> both <laughs> Mr. Haggard and... Juniper Egg and Monica always, yeah, I'm sorry. yeah. Okay. Sorry. Uh, they're they're always they're never home ever. they are no. always at work, and so they just leave their children just unattended. Again, these are minors, right? And uh <laughs> you know, no babysitter. I mean, it was the eighties, so I guess maybe that's a little bit of a time thing too. Well, like they, they, they did ever. have they did
0: have Monica babysit them from time to time. So yeah, so she's like sixteen. But, and back when I was a kid, like I used to babysit my sister, and she was yeah. But you know,
1: still, you yeah. still need. An adult for some things, you know, mm. it's a, you know. Especially if something really bad happens, you mm-hmm. you know, you can't really put that on a child. But whatever, that's that's no matter. And then uh that's you know, you know, again, maybe religious people they think that but whatever they you know they just couldn't afford too. actors to play the parents. I don't think so. That's what well, it was. Yeah. And then <laughs> so uh they just so they're just gone all the time. <laughs> but my theory is that they were working with Mr what's the with their name name again? Hagbart. Hagbart right yeah Mr Hagbart You know, and them were working on the project together, and and they were, like, always working, like, all hours of the day, especially at night, because that's where they can do their more dirty work, you know, when they're kidnapping U.S. politicians and stuff, and, Mm -hmm. you know, throwing them in the river and all that kind of stuff, Mm -hmm. and that's what they'd use the black van for occasionally, you know, but then they they leave it there, you know, for the kids to use if they needed to, And um, and and then, yeah, and that's what happens. This is a better movie movie than what you're... Yeah, what I'm coming up with is better, yeah. It's much better, actually. It's a much better Christmassy movie And other than elving. Weird phrase, elving. Like, who came up with that phrase? We're going to go elving tonight. So elves, do they traditionally bring gifts to people on Christmas? Because I thought that was Santa Claus. Yeah, they
0: they make them Santa Delivers. Yeah,
1: elves make... So are we going into, like, old-school pagan elves? Because Mm -hmm. that would be weird for, like, a Christian movie to be doing that, but whatever, and then um, I think they were just trying to do something cool and neat that didn't make any sense, but but you mentioned earlier, too, about how they bought chickens as punishment for the kids acting up, and they have to clean up the chickens' poop for some reason, and I don't know, and then, uh, but then the dad The one
0: one kid Yeah, the youngest one, I Uh, think has has, uh, basically taken the one chicken as his pet so Rosie yeah. Rosie the Ninja Rosie yeah, yeah uh-huh. and uh, so for uh, Christmas dinner they've got all their veggies and sides and all that stuff and then and uh, first before that happens when he says something like oh anybody seen Rosie yeah. I knew it was coming yeah me too and then, uh, yeah, they, they serve a chicken for dinner, and everybody realizes that the chicken is rosy. And he tries to convince his kids to eat their pet.
1: That was a uh, disturbing, um, monologue, yeah.
0: Yeah. And then they end up just burying the chicken platter and all in the front yard or something.
1: Mm. He yeah, they buried it literally. I don't know why they had to bury the pot, why they couldn't they just bury the chicken. I don't get that, but whatever. And uh I mean it makes no sense. Oh, it's because enough? then
0: that, then you can have that, that, that narration from adult Matthew saying, And mom's favorite platter is still buried under the ground to this day. <sighs> Which is stupid. It's not yeah. even funny. No.
1: But <laughs> what got me though was like so he was asking if this is a store bought chicken. So it's like Wait, so it's okay to eat a chicken that you don't know, but it's bad if it's rosy, like oh wow, like like I'm going to save some of you, but some of you are going to the slaughter, like that's kind of weird, but whatever. Very cognitive dissonance right there, but well,
0: uh, it it, it kind of makes sense. I've I've known people that go through the same thing when they live on a farm, but yeah, it,
1: yeah, it's just it go all the way or go no the way. That's for me, not my idea. But like yeah. you know, don't but, but don't be like a vegetarian kid. for your pets, yeah. but then yeah. I could eat eat up a storm with any other kind of animal. Yeah. Is, whatever. I understand emotional, yeah. but that 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 actually could be a good way to actually sort of make people vegetarians, where you actually have to like an emotional bond with an animal, you're probably not going to eat it, you know, because, you know, it's like your friend, you know, and then but yeah, but Dad over here doesn't believe in that, no, Dad's little lecture slash motivational speech or whatever, he literally says that Rosie would want them to eat her, and to find the best part of her to eat. Hmm. Yeah. What?
0: Uh, I had that same story um, told to me when, uh, when me and my soccer team's plane crashed in the mountains at one time, and then we had to start eating each. Oh wait, wait, that was a that was that was a different movie, wasn't it? Uh, Yeah, what was it called? Uh, I don't even remember, but yeah, it it was a true story too. So it was was a
1: soccer team. I didn't know that. Uh, Yeah,
0: and then 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 there then, then there's like also like the TV show Yellow Jackets has something similar to, I mean, I don't know about the eating thing, but like about a plane crash with a soccer team. Um, but these are oh, girls. Geez. So yeah, but <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh
1: yeah. yeah. I forgot the name of that movie, but I remember mm-hmm. seeing it. So yeah. So, you know, dad is, is unsuccessful to try to convince them to eat Rosie and claim that she would want them to eat her, which I don't think is remotely true. Uh, mm. Again, like you you mentioned about the no thorough line, that's why it's so hard to talk about, because it's just random scenes that don't really connect to each other. And there's a lot of them. So it's kind of hard to talk about the actual movie, because if we did, it would only be like a five minute podcast, because pretty much it's just just, bullies bad because he's poor. But at the same time, you should just let him bully you because he's poor and then you well, know yeah, the name of that movie
0: was Alive, by the way. That's what it was. There. Yeah,
1: Alive. <laughs> and then you got the bus driver who's like sort of like this peacemaker dude who's like always trying to get them to stop fighting each other because he yeah, was he's in a, Vietnam. He he's and
0: he, he's he's what I'm not trying to be racist here, but he's your magical <laughs> Negro.
1: Yeah, oh, I didn't even make that connection. Yeah, yeah, he is. That he, that's, he that, that's is. the
0: that's the filmmaking term. It's magical Negro. And, um, you've got a, usually an older African-American man, you got mm-hmm. your bagger Vances and your, um, mm-hmm. and, and like the, like Charles S. Dutton's character in Rudy, you know, people like that yes. who are these, these, you know, all wise knowing older black gentlemen.
1: Yeah. Who usually have like a blue collar job. Yeah. You know, like and Rudy, he was like part mm-hmm. of the, you know, the. Field the, like you the know the man,
0: the the like field crew or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. I don't know the name of it
1: and then this guy's you know bus driver which is you know I, I mean yeah. they make good money but it's kind of a blue collar job you know and um
0: and he's the only African American character in this whole, whole
1: movie in the entire movie yeah <laughs> yes literally nobody else and again this and his movie name was is really... Earl
0: not not uh not not well that TV Lee. show yeah. yeah no. uh, <laughs>
1: And you know this movie was made in 2016, so yeah. not that long ago. And uh, and he's like, you know, Vietnam vet, and he's like, you know, didn't really want to fight. So he's like, now he's like a peacemaker, and yeah. he's always trying to get Flynn from. Cause at one point, he says something to Flynn: "You can't shake a hand with a closed fist, or something like that." Yeah. Like okay, I get. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. he's trying
0: to help Finn, but he's also um. Also very close to Matthew, so
1: he's telling him to like forgive basically Finn, Flynn yeah. or whatever. Or tell some weird story that I doubt is even true because like it's one of those mythological stories that you hear all the time. Like on Christmas morning, uh, both sides put down their weapons to celebrate Christmas together. And then we even exchanged gifts with each other, and it's like okay. But then the next day,
0: you picked up your guns and killed each other. Like
1: what? <laughs> like okay. And then you, then you ate like, your
0: pet chickens.
1: Then you ate your... or maybe you ate the dead wounded. Or the, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Well, I mean, it's like exactly. It's such a, it's such a weird story. I've I've heard it from so many different wars. Oh, I, I doubt it's even true. Because again, it's like if you're gonna call a truce and and like not harm each other on Christmas, why would you just like? Not just
0: extend that for the rest of the war. You it's know, like, like December twenty sixth hits, and it's like, oh, yep.
1: It's I'm... like midnight. uh uh-huh. Oh, we're, we're like having a good time. We're eating like you know turkey together, or we hunted some animal. All right,
0: first one to remember, grab a remember gun. That, is... Remember that deck of cards I gave you yesterday as a gift? Oh well. Um... <laughs>
1: now, like, whoever gets the gun first wins. You know, yeah. <laughs> it's such a because I've heard other versions of that story too, like of Freemasons, yeah. like you know, like I, again, I've heard various like world war two uh even the civil war vietnam doesn't matter what war it is really it's like you know they have like a secret you know uh, hand signal or something like that and then like you know the one i heard was like two dudes from vietnam the guy was a vietnamese soldier the guy was an american soldier and the the american soldier was going to get killed so he just last ditch effort he just did the freemason hand signal and lo and behold the vietnamese soldier was also a freemason in Vietnam. Yeah, that makes sense. I, I mean, I'm not saying they're not masons around the world, but Vietnam? I'm not sure as many, but okay, you know, it's possible, but <laughs> but it's like, oh, I'm a mason too, so then they both dropped each other's guns, and then they both refused to fight any further in the war. I'm assuming the Vietnamese soldier was probably executed by the government for refusing to fight, and then the, the Berica soldier was probably taken away for treason, but uh, anyway, um, so, you know, Good stuff, but uh, anyway. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, it's like, I'm trying um, to make this movie sound better than it was. Oh, I know.
0: It's like I mean, there's there's been stories similar to that, like even in like Star Trek and different things like that, where it's like, oh, we, you know, we get trapped together, so now we're now we're friends, and
1: we but, and we have to work together. You know, yeah. yeah.
0: But then tomorrow. So, our our captain's gonna kill your people, you know. Like,
1: well, <laughs> no. The point of it is that by the end of it, you're supposed to actually be friends with the person, and then yeah. then you won't kill each other because you both yeah. found each other's humanity, kind of thing, you know. Uh, it's not a bad story, but I've heard it so I've heard so many derivations. Derivate. I can't
0: say the word. Uh, yeah, it's <laughs> it's it, it, yeah. it, it's probably it's probably apocryphal. You know, it's gotta be. But yeah, the. Uh, Oh, boy. But anyway, yeah, so, 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 yeah, yeah. W- what else happens in this movie? Like, <laughs> oh, God, I mean, I
1: don't know. Again, like you mentioned, it's just a bunch of scenes strewn together.
0: Yeah. So uh, I think by the end, we've got this situation where um. so so Earl basically gave a pen to Matthew that supposedly his father gave him and told him to write, you know, instead of fight, basically.
1: Yeah, but Yeah. the pen is mightier than the sword. You know, yeah. That phrase, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I updated it to write instead of fight.
1: <laughs> oh, I like that. Or you got the Islamic version of it. The the pen of the scholar is more holy than the blood of the martyr.
0: Oh nice. It was pretty much the same thing. Yeah. I mean, uh <laughs> you know. Uh, and so we've got the whole um he, he goes and writes a one night he writes a, a nice little letter to uh to to Finn Hagbart, you know, about his uh you know, I don't know what he wrote in it because I don't remember, and I don't care. Um, <laughs> I don't think they, I don't think they ever said what it no, was. Basically, I, if, just, if they uh, did, I don't remember it. But um, yeah. he basically wrote him a nice letter and uh, ended up. He was going to steal back his uh, his sled, but he ended up giving him the sled. But then later, for some reason, they give him another sled. Oh yeah, forgot about that. <laughs> Which I'm like, so so you know what this teaches me what what's that if i steal something i'll get another one yeah so um <laughs> there's lots of good lessons in this movie like yeah. for example so i'm going to go steal a car <laughs> and then on christmas eve somebody's going to give me a car right yeah
1: I and mean, that's how it worked like yeah. you, you punish your children with buying them chickens for some reason and then <laughs> you kill one of the chickens that's the pet and then you talk about how the chicken would want you to eat her especially <laughs> the best parts of her which is Weird and creepy. And then uh and then if you're a bully, you get to get whatever you want. And then if you're poor, that means automatically means you are a bully. So no poor people are good, apparently, I guess. Mm -hmm. And then only rich people or well to do people are good.
0: Okay. So the one African American guy in town is wise.
1: Yeah, the one the one guy, yeah. Um for some reason
0: he's, he's the only one in town, and I don't get he's
1: the only he's the only black guy in town literally (laughs) and he's wise so that's almost like racist in two directions because you know there's only one black guy who is in town but he's also wise which then means what are the chances of all the other black people being wise because if like the whole town is white and everyone's a stupid fucking moron and then uh the one black guy is wise then why not just, like, repopulate the town with black people and then just have, like, a whole kingdom of, of wise men? But, you know, they didn't think about that. So, uh, you know, and apparently they want everyone to be stupid. So, and, yeah, you know, and just to let you know,
0: according to Wikipedia, the magical Negro is a trope in cinema, television, and literature. The character is typically but not always in some way outwardly or inwardly disabled either by discrimination, disability or social constraint. See, that's, that's
1: what I meant about like, yeah, the blue-collar-type exactly. jobs. Um, like, you the the, the Negro is
0: often a janitor or prisoner. The oh the, the character yeah. often has no past, but simply appears one day to help the white protagonist. I mean, I don't know. If, I mean, we do hear a little bit of his past. We
1: know a little now, but, bit but, of but his past. Yeah. I mean, but he still, I'll, is. I'll, he, he still fits the trope. Um, he does. I'll give him a little leeway, because he wasn't yeah. like a main character in the movie. So... It, you know what I mean? Like, he's not like he's, like, it's not like a Bagger Vance where he's, like, literally one of the main characters. Yeah. So it does fit the trope, but, like, not to the point of, like, yeah. making it all about him helping the white kid, you know? But, yeah, yeah he still does fit it. I think... And it's the thing. They, they, they usually have
0: some it. sort of magical powder power, ra- rather vaguely defined, but not the sort of thing one typically encounters. So, basically, like, with him, it's his kind... His Kind of like kindness and being able to calm down.
1: And his his wisdom and all
0: that. Um, The character is patient and wise, often dispensing various words of wisdom and is closer to the earth, whatever that means. The character will also do almost anything, including sacrificing themselves to save the white protagonist. As exemplified in the Defiant Ones in which Sidney Poitier plays a prototypical magical Negro. Um, yeah. So, anyway, or also
1: in um, what movie was it? Um, the Green Mile.
0: Yeah, that's that's another one they they bring up.
1: He's literally innocent. innocent. Everybody knows he's innocent, and they still execute mm-hmm. him. It's like, uh, what?
0: <laughs> like, okay, I mean, you got like Uncle Remus and the Song of the South, <clears throat> which is like you know big racist film, anyways. But you got I I never <laughs> seen that. one, never saw that one. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's 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 out of print and been banned by uh, Disney. Oh wow! So yeah, it's wow. yeah, it was the basis for Splash Mountain. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Which, which, which they are about now about. finally, you know, redoing as uh as a uh, a princess and the frog ride.
1: So, That's right. Yeah. I remember people going, "Oh, Disney's gone woke. They're getting rid of yeah. Splash Mountain. All my childhood memories i now just mm-hmm. I love that. how is your childhood? You you bring this up all the time, actually. <laughs> yeah. So I'm actually crediting you here, but like, so I'm not I'm not trying to take no, credit no, here, cool. but like, but like I always like, how was your childhood ruin? by something that happened in the future when you're an adult, like it's not, is there a time machine going yeah. on
0: where it actually goes back into your childhood and then it does something to you? Like how, like what? Like but the funny thing is, is these are the same people who will say separate the art from the artist.
1: Right. Exactly. Whatever they're defending the right winger. It's yeah. it's, yeah. Somehow, it's So, so
0: <laughs> it's like, I'm or, or somebody that did something despicable. It's like, I'm still supposed to be able to, you know, watch American Beauty and not be upset that Kevin Spacey's in it. Which I mean I can do. I mean I'm fine with that sometimes, but it's just, you know, it's but it's it's still in the back of my mind the whole time I'm watching it. But well, it so I because like there's certain yeah.
1: it depends too on how bad the stuff they did was as well. And you know and lied about it or persisted, you know, and all this kind of shit. And uh Yeah. But yeah, but like I remember that though, like, oh my taking my child was ruined. How is it ruined? You got to go on splash mountain and enjoy all the racism when you were a kid. So why is it not being racist now gonna affect the fact that it was racist back when you were a kid and you got to enjoy the racism? Which you know, you shouldn't enjoy, but if you want to enjoy racism, you have a nice mm-hmm. fun memory, I guess, to go back on of enjoying racism. I, I mean Personally, me, I don't really think racism should be enjoyed. But if you're the type of person who wants that, I guess you can do that. But, like, you know, I would prefer, you know, maybe you take a different path. But, then, hey, you know, yeah, I'm, more I'm just a magical, a magical Caucasian here. So, more slightly
0: know. modern um, magical Negro type characters are Morpheus in the Matrix trilogy.
1: Uh, I guess. Well, I that, mean, that's what
0: that's according to uh, Wikipedia. I was just saying, all, as well as the Oracle in those movies, um, we also have, guess... we also have, like, you know, I said, John Coffee, um, in The Green Mile, um, and to a point, Rufus in Dogma, um,
1: Dogma, Chris Rock's yeah. character,
0: yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, I don't know, I mean, yeah, but, Wikipedia says yeah. that, but I oh, don't no, know. I know, I'm just saying that it to a point, I'm not saying that they're all, you know, there's nothing, you know, cookie cutter about any of these, um, so yeah some 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 aspects of those characters are
1: yeah i guess yeah because with morphe it's a little yeah. bit more complex well, it's, 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 it like, it's like it's like, like leader like, of the group like
0: and bubba <clears throat> and forrest gump is definitely one.
1: Oh yeah yeah, yeah i could see something, that yeah, something <laughs> like
0: that those are more kind of modern you know like in the last you know 30 years um yeah so we've got uh you know also you've got like by proxy, even though the character wasn't that in the book, but you've got like red in Shawshank Redemption. More, oh, I didn't
1: it's based on the book. Um, oh, yeah,
0: it's, it's based <laughs> on a Stephen King novel. Um, oh, okay, yeah, but but red because in the in the book he's white, so um, oh, okay, that's why he's named red, he's Irish in the book. <clears throat> he's a, oh, he's I red Irish guy, yeah. So well, anyways, Malcolm,
1: what's, Malcolm X is called red because he had red hair, yeah. but you know, um, but yeah. And interesting, he Margaret Freeman actually played Malcolm X in one of the first movies about Malcolm X. Mm-hmm.
0: But but anyways, we we get the let's go back <laughs> to go the, of Angie here. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but let, let's go back to the, the to, to the the Christmas project here. So so we oh, got yeah. that, that stuff going on. But anyways, we do have at the end, he he writes this letter, gives it to Finn. He uh, later on, their dad gets transferred out of town or something, and they're going to live with their grandmother or something. And so on Christmas Day, they, you know, they have, like, their little, like, shake hands, cool, things are good, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. Um, you know, the. Uh, we learn that uh, 15 years from then, uh, Juniper and Matthew are going to get married Yay. In, in the narration. And then these other bullies move in next door at the end. Oh,
1: I like that, how they both had red hair, so that's, like, another racism thing right yeah. there.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, oh, get it? They got red hair, so they must be, you know, Irish or Scottish, so they're gonna be, like, you know, super, like, violent, you know? It was, like, like...
0: It, it was like, double the red-headed kid in, uh, in, um, that Scott Farkas, or whatever, from, uh...
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, you guys, you don't even know your own biases, like, yeah. you know, and then the...
0: Um, so... What a
1: movie, man. Good stuff, yeah.
0: Yeah, So, so that was that movie um so uh do you want to hear some <clears throat> um trivia here yeah hit me okay so with trivia, Brian Clark who plays Ralph and Allison Aiken Clark who plays Pam are married in real life
1: oh so cute it
0: was originally entitled the Elving Project um, almost all of the cast was previously in Saturday's Warrior 2016. They both came out the same year so um, that one actually had a decent like uh, movie theater release too. Um, so um, normally don't do this but this movie I needed to uh, look at the goofs that they list on IMDB here. <laughs>
1: Okay.
0: Anachronisms. The clothing, slang, hairstyles are from the present time, 2015, 2016. However, this movie takes place in 1986. So, um... While Monica um, stops the van to pick up Matthew after Finn hanging up his underwear on the map, a modern-day oh. UPS van can be seen driving by where the van stops.
1: <laughs>
0: um... Matthew and Alan are playing ping-pong. This movie takes place in 1986. Um, Ping-pong tables did not come out uh, until 1988. Oh. So, you know, at least not commercially. Um, (laughs) uh, The posters in the Buckley Boys room are modern-day posters. The school has modern decorations for uh, Christmas. Um... the while Pete and John have to stay in the van while Elving Monica hands them crunch candy bars, the wrappers of the bars have the modern day logo I guess you can can see the logo for a moment um yeah that that's you know as far as uh those uh you know issues go there's a lot more goofs in the movie um <laughs> <laughs> There's more goofs in this than there is in the goofy movie. Oh, I'm bad. Um, so uh, the <laughs> the um, do you want to um hear some reviews here really quick? Yeah. Uh, okay. So here's. Do you want a bad or a good one first? Let you uh, let's do a good one first. A Good one. Okay. <clears throat> let's find a. Ten out of ten, such mm. an amazing and cute movie for the family! Exclamation point. From K. Gustafa seven zero five five two. Not to be confused with K. Gustafa seven zero five five one. No, oh, I don't know. Yeah. So, <laughs> this was well, clear, cool. clearly had the idea first. But, yes. you know, <laughs> or all the other, you know. You know, seventy thousand five hundred and fifty some before. Anyway, (laughs) so this is one of my favorite Christmas movies to watch every year. Now, mind you, this this review was written in twenty twenty, so they could have watched it like four times if they're watching it every year. Wow! But it's one of their favorite Christmas movies to watch every year. Okay the kids do an amazing job with their acting it is perfect to the time is is it perfect to the time period no but they make up with it in the storyline and the humor i love it more than i love a christmas story it is a cute story about family doing things for others and learning how to walk in someone else's shoes a story of first love and growth In a young man's life. It is beautiful. And I would recommend that everyone. Watches this heartwarming. And humorous film. With their family. It brings those warm feelings. Of childhood Christmas back to you. With the amazing story.
1: Uh. Okay.
0: I'm just wondering. You know. What part this person had in the project. Like were they the. Right in the cast, they write it. They uh... yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, what do they?
1: Yeah. Okay. Oh my god.
0: Do you want a bad one? Yeah. Yeah. Hit me. Okay. Frustrating. This is from A L E K S three six o eight five. Written the same year as the other one, in twenty twenty. This movie justifies. Teaching your kids that if someone bullies you, beats you up, steals from you, and destroys your things, that you should just roll over because their home life is bad. (laughs) I don't care how sad that kid's home life is. If someone beats up your kid multiple times at school, you do something about it. Well, they don't know. That's the whole point. That's the problem. That's the problem because (laughs) of the no snitching. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, boy. Here's another bad one. (laughs) <laughs> omg the worst movie i've ever seen which i don't think i'd call it that
1: This yeah, was written was. by
0: uh dylan van in uh december of 2018 the entire story was boring and and was extremely cringy there are many many problems with this movie for starters the bad acting the acting in this movie was just horrible it seriously felt like a third grade play everything was just so boring and creepy Another problem with this film was how it was supposed to look like the 1980s. They seriously did not try at all to make it look like it was in a different time period. This was one of the worst parts of the movie. All the actors make me cringe so hard. Literally everything I heard the actors say made me shake my head so hard. Ugh. That was a horrible review, by the way, I think. Um. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. No constructive criticism. Yeah. Anyways, there's a lot of... Good reviews for it, actually, but I'm not going to read it anymore. So, mm. yeah. So, any final thoughts here?
1: No, uh, I think uh, I, I would not recommend this movie, personally. Um, yeah. yeah.
0: But that's just me. Um. I mean, the, the, the most I would do with this is maybe have it on in the background if I was yeah. vacuuming and couldn't hear it.
1: Honestly, I would rather watch Bible Man, unironically, um, than, than this. Because at least that is, is bad enough to be funny, somewhat. Um, this was just boring. Uh,
0: yeah. It was pretty boring. Um, I don't know. Anyways, I would rather watch several Christmas movies before I'd watch this one again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, I'd rather watch Jingle all the way too.
1: Uh, mm. Damn it. <laughs> yes. let you done.
0: I'd rather watch a uh, Dennis and Menace Christmas or whatever the hell it was. God, um, yeah. Yeah. So, um anyways, um,
1: <laughs> the classic I, episodes. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's my only uh, feelings on this. Um so uh Folks, uh, be sure to be good to each other during the holiday season and all the rest of the year. Do it. Go out Elving if you want to. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. why not? Um, you know, go out Bowling oh. if you want. I don't care. Oh, wait. No, you shouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, know, steal somebody's sled because you know what will happen on Christmas Eve? You'll get another you'll one. Get
1: a, you'll get a new sled, yeah. <laughs> because
0: and you don't gotta give the other one back. You just get, get both. So yep. You know,
1: and you can sell one of them and maybe you know get some cash money. You know, but if chains, you're a good you know?
0: person, you will get the other one back.
1: Yeah, but if you're Finn, apparently you're gonna apparently uh like forget your lesson four mere years later and uh, move back to town and then try to steal someone's girlfriend. But and if you kind of want you us like... to
0: cover the other movie, let us know. We may cover it in future episode. I may make Matt suffer through it. Uh, no I'm sorry. Yeah I'll have to like um get drunk to eat no, no. like <laughs> uh, <laughs> get some eggnogs. And um anyway so the <laughs> spiked eggnog man yeah. So anyways you know go, go to our T public check that out check out our Patreon check out alltoo real com. you know if you uh if you go on there and share it with a friend it's kind of like elving It's it's worth your while to do it, yeah. Yes. Um, You know, that time of year, buy buy your friends a t-shirt. Also, um, check out our social media. Um, And like I said, be kind to each other. And remember that we love you. And bye bye
1: Thanks for listening to All Too Real 2 Podcast, a Cullen Park production. Produced and edited by Michael E. Cullen II. Music by Matthew Haas. Subscribe and share the show. Visit us at cullenpark.com.